I am tired of my timeline being Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I'm I'm truly exhausted from this news. Every single thing that I've seen is just about them. And I'm like, Taylor Swift has dated other people before. Like, why? I don't, I don't understand why everyone is absolutely just losing their minds over this. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. So after talking to some Swifties, mm-hmm. there's two reasons why this is a big deal. The first is because Travis himself kind of manifested this. Like he gave her a friendship bracelet when she performed at Arrowhead Stadium and was basically like, listen, I've seen you perform. Now it's your turn to come see me perform. And she actually took him up on it. That's like, that's kind of a very smooth move. If I may say to like go to her concert and then be like, all right, your turn. Right? Like, okay, smooth. But then the other thing is that Swifties have pointed out that she has not dated an American dude since 2012. So, like, this is their equivalent of the American Revolution. Like, they're like, fuck the Brits. It's the it's the American Revolution. Bidenomics is working, according to the Swifties. Biden is bringing jobs back to America. Um... I feel like that's a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> I feel like we're giving Biden a little bit too much credit. Does just being Taylor Swift's boyfriend count as a job? I don't know. Uh, but right. <laughs> people are freaking out. But essentially, like, happy for them. Sure. Hope things go well for them. But Absolutely. just like, I don't need this much media coverage every time Taylor yeah. Swift goes out in public. I really don't. Like, my timeline was just this it's too much for like three days i'm like let's let them date calm down and also it's like you guys are really just feeding into the pr the pr stunt of it all like travis is like having like they know come on they know they know what they're doing like also again he's just a dude relax Hi, I'm Lydia. And I'm Sonika. And welcome to Pop Rocks and Tea, a podcast about all things pop culture. And all the tea that comes with it. So today we are going to be painting the town red, if you will. (laughs) Um, We're going to take a look at Miss Doja Cat's new album Um, and all the controversy and chaos that has been surrounding the album and her um, over these past few months. So... Let's get into it, Lydia. I'm very excited to talk about this album. I really, really enjoyed it. For those Mm -hmm. of you who don't know, Scarlet, the new album came out on September 22nd. And it is kind of a big deal because it's a shift in Doja's look, sound, persona. This has been a long time coming. She has been foreshadowing this. And I think a lot of fans were very curious to see what this new sound was going to be. Yeah. And so we kind of wanted to break this album down uh, a bit differently than the way that we've done with albums in the past. So we're going to be talking about the themes of Scarlet, 
provide context to the larger narrative and just kind of talk about what this new era means for Doja moving forward. Mm -hmm. And like, we've seen this kind of thing with pop stars before where, you know, they go from making like lighthearted pop music to something a little bit more darker. Like for example, Miley Cyrus did this with her bangers era, but this, I feel like you can't separate the work from the controversy surrounding it. Yeah. It's very much ingrained in the identity of the album. So we're going to kind of break this down theme by theme and kind of like fill you in on all the context behind it. Yeah. So, I mean, for starters, I freaking love Doja Cat. I think she's so talented in the music that she makes and like her songwriting and her vision. And I just love how creative and expressive she is and like truly is not afraid to like step on people's toes create controversy although that is I don't always love that about her but she's gonna do her thing deal with it or you know fuck off <laughs> um exactly but she kind of started like last year she talked about completely quitting music um it was kind of like an out of the blue statement that she said and then you know once people started to ask her about it like when she'd go to events red carpets whatever she kind of would like backtrack um and this is something that she has continued to do throughout where she's threatening to quit or threatening something or the other and then like quickly backtracks you had twitter ablaze you had social yeah. media ablaze you had our newsroom ablaze with the news that doja Cat is He's quitting retired. music that can't happen uh you're too good stop it Kind of in the same vein as that, I think like one of the major themes of this album, probably like the biggest, is breaking away from her previous albums and that pop image that she had mm -hmm. and taking on this new persona of Scarlet, shaving her head, the spiders and darker aesthetics. Scarlet is basically a symbol for the reimagination of the self or the rebirth, just a, a new beginning. Her being kind of covered in blood is to represent how she's been pushed through. The effort that you that you have to put into pushing out this new person and the, you know, the birth of this new, this new creative or this new thought or this new way of style that you're expressing. She tweeted a bit ago that she called her previous albums cash grabs. Yes. And uh, when she announced the new album, she was talking to fans on Twitter and a fan asked her like, oh, is there going to be any pop on this album at all? And she flat out said no. Which is totally fine. And, you know, the thing with Doja is like, I don't think, I think she just reacts aggressively when she doesn't need to. And that's what kind of like sets off these controversies because yeah, it's totally fine that she doesn't want any pop on this album. But than to be like, oh, my fans are stupid for falling for the cash grabs that were the pop songs that she made and were probably some of the best pop songs that have been made in recent, like Say So is one of the best pop songs ever in recent time, at least of this generation. It's a yeah. great pop song. So that's where it gets kind of, yeah, where I'm like, I don't understand what you gain from kind of, calling out your fans for liking stuff that you produced and it's fine if you don't like it anymore. I can understand why she doesn't like it anymore. 
yeah. And that's like when you're forced to perform one song over and over and over and over and over again. I understand why she's tired of it. So I feel like this new era is very welcomed, at least at least by people who want to see her to do something different and tap into a different side of her artistry that she has not tapped into before. Yeah. And the lyrics, I mean, again, like the songwriting is just truly amazing. She's so funny and also just like, she's able to mix like humor and then like just not giving a fuck about anything or what anyone says and that kind of like badassery, you know, vibe, but then also like playful and then also sweet. And it's really like, I don't think there's anyone else doing it that way. Yeah. This is like a theme that's very much present, like all over the album. So kind of starting with the song Demons, which is one of the singles. She has a line that says, lots of people who are sleeping say, I, I rap now, kind of being like, I've been a rapper this whole time. You just didn't notice because you were making me make pop music this whole time. Another great example of this is in the song Balut. She says, every bitch here is a copycat. Copy the greats, that's my number one strategy. But beware that you can't copy stats. The way that she just like phrased that is just so succinct and perfect. Just basically like, I'm not here trying to copy anybody else. I'm here to try to yeah, take inspiration from the people that I think make really great music. But even though you try to copy these other people, you can't copy the success. Exactly. Exactly. And that's just like, that's just the way music works. Like if you try to be gimmicky, it's just not going to work. And she finally is standing up to being gimmicky. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, really well done. The second kind of theme is again, kind of going along with the new aesthetic, these rumors that she sold her soul to Satan for, you know, embracing this scarlet persona. <laughs> it feels like it's a bunch of like seven-year-olds being like, hey, Doja, did you sell your soul? And then they run as fast as they can away from me. People were worked up so on Reddit funny. and Twitter and all of it. That's that's the thing, right? When she hears like ridiculous shit, she's like, oh, you thought I was, you know, whatever, whatever. Let me show you. <laughs> exactly. And just completely like, goes with the joke and takes it to her, like puts it in her terms and takes it to her level. And again, I think like the whole um, vibe and the whole imagery and artistry of this album is very demonic. I mean, I don't know if that's the right word, but just inspired by these darker themes and these like supernatural. I mean, she literally has a song called Demons where in the music video, she's a demon haunting christina ricci's house like she fully is like yeah i would call this demonic almost yeah um yeah and then in paint the town red she literally has a lyric that says i'm a demon lord and is like walking around with the grim reaper like she does not care she's a devil she's a bad little bitch she's a rebel (laughs) two other things that i want to point out i guess like on the album there's a song called Shutcho, which is literally like her telling her fans, please shut the fuck up uh, and stop 
spreading these ridiculous rumors like just let me do what I want to do and she's a lyric that says basically being like all these Christian people coming at me <laughs> for getting like fat tattoos like <laughs> just hating just hating and hating yeah and it's it's really odd right because it's totally fine to like you know darker aesthetics or be interested in supernatural things or interested in like horror movies or those kinds of themes and genres so I just don't know what it is about her I mean I, I do know she totally like feeds back into it but the way that people come for her is unlike anything I've seen before like when she shaved her head and people are like oh she's lost her mind I mean she was losing thousands of followers on Instagram and I was like this is like she's an artist it's not that serious y'all need to relax with your parasocial relationships and I love in fuck the girls she literally the whole song is her saying fuck the girls and it's like yeah I don't need you like yeah just just fuck off I feel like that's a great transition into the next big theme which is her kind of like alienating her fans or potentially like is she turning her back on her fans because another thing that kind of happened was years ago she posted a twitter poll basically asking her fans like what they want to be called like what her fan base should be called and she let them vote and they decided to call themselves kittens yeah and then she kind of backtracked a couple months ago when people with like kittens in their like twitter handles or their instagram handles were like hey we'll like asking her questions like why aren't you doing pop music anymore all this stuff and she was basically like take kittens out of your handle go get a job go get a life like stop like being yeah. obsessed with me there's a lot of people i don't like who i listen to their music if i knew them i probably wouldn't like them i'm not your friend i make music and you like it and if you don't cool great i don't give it i'm not doing it so that you like me i'm doing it because it's fun which on the one hand, I can understand why her fans, her diehard fans would be really hurt by that. But on the other hand, these fan bases be crazy. Get alive. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Like Stan Twitter is a whole other ball game. And it, it's weird, right? Because it's like, okay, well, if they're supporting you, like I'm sure if they're at that level of like, you know, Stan, Doja Stan, um, they probably have some money coming in from somewhere so that they can, you know, buy merch and buy concert tickets and, you know, do, do whatever else they have to do to support her. But also I'm like, some people really be just making fan cam videos all day long. Yeah, it's troubling. And then like, I think when fan bases go unchecked, you get things like the Swifties who are just absolutely massive force. Who are buying Travis Kelsey jerseys because of this one picture or like one thing of them together. Like, relax, relax. It, Literally. It's not that serious. Um, another thing I want to mention with like the alienating fans thing is like people kind of discovered that one of her producers that she ended up signing with when she was like 17 years old was Dr. Luke, who mm -hmm. was... Or the guy that allegedly sexually assaulted K-1. 
Kesha. Mm-hmm. And he just ended up producing her stuff, but just under a different name. And then they realized, oh, wait, that dude is Dr. Luke. She no longer works with Dr. Luke, but he produced tracks on both Hot Pink and Planet Her. So, like, still in the music industry, still very recent, very troubling, but she has since, like, parted ways with him. Yeah. So I think that's another way that, like, her fan base kind of was, like, But at the end of the day, like, the in the album itself, she's kind of like, listen, at the end of the day, like, I'm going to make the music that I want to make, and people are still going to listen to it. Exactly. Exactly. Attention is literally just a song about people scrutinizing her public image. Yeah. And how people have been scrutinizing her new look. Attention, I think, is like kind of a hidden gem almost, which is, I guess, funny to say because it was one of the singles. But I, when I first listened to it, I was like, mm, about it. But again, I just think it's a great way to like introduce her new persona and just the way where she's like, look at me, look at me. You looking? Where it's like, yeah, you guys keep giving me attention for all the whatever, you know, things I do, whatever pranks I play or whatever it is. Keep giving me attention then. Exactly. And in Demons, she says, I'm a puppet, I'm a sheep, I'm a cash cow. I'm the fastest growing bitch on your apps now. Yes. So it's like, even if you keep talking about me, I'm still I'm still making my coin. Exactly. I'm still like... And, and even, oh my gosh, even in Wet Vagina, which I think is just so good. It's a banger of a song. <laughs> so good. Wick always walk with new fine china. I bring a drip with wet vagina. And the way that she says move out the way because here comes giants, the move sounds like moo from her viral song moo. Bitch, I'm a cargo move. I don't know if that was intentional, but I just like thought that was really funny. And then of course it goes into like the cash cow type thing. And yeah, it's like I bring the drip. With a wet vagina. I didn't even make that connection. The the moo connection with the cash cow also. That's- yeah. When I heard the way she said move, I was like, Doja, I've heard this before in a poppy or context. So I just thought it was interesting. Could totally be, you know, coincidental. But yeah, she is bringing the drip. Wet vagina. Yeah. While we're talking about wet vagina, I also want to talk about what you mean freestyle two just absolute bangers of songs ladies if you need like a gym song like those are your gym songs there you go they're basically kind of like just her flexing like i think the big another big theme in this album is just kind of like her flexing being like i'm an a-list celebrity now like get used to it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i can do whatever i want I love the line. <laughs> I laughed out loud when she says in Wet Vagina, I shut the Gucci store down to be safe. I shut the Louis store down to be safe. I didn't even buy anything. And then I left. Like, just so nonchalant. Just, it's just so good. <laughs> so funny. And even like the lines where it's like, um, 
kick me out the Met, but I really run fashion. Or she like, I'm not sure if she got kicked out of the Met, but she got in trouble for like vaping. And she does really run fashion. Are you kidding me? I mean, she put the Scaparelli show on the map Absolutely. earlier this year with her, her red rhinestone ensemble. Her. Iconic. And then she was like our best dressed at the Met. Yeah. All that stressing about me has give has been giving you acne. I'm like, ooh, too relatable. As someone who stresses about other people and gets acne. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm going to sing the song and switch the narrative up. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's just fun hearing her be cocky. Yes. And like especially in more of like a rap context because like you know she like had little moments on on planet her and and hot pink where she gets to flex a little bit and but like here it's just dialed up to 100 and I love it and she's so self-aware of it and it's just fun like it's just like you know any other like male rapper that's so like braggadocious like it's it's really no different yeah and I, I think you can really like I actually think there's no skips on this album there are definitely some songs that I like a little like tiny bit less but like I could listen to every single song on this album I have been listening to every single song on this album on repeat I I don't know it is just so authentically her even though it's all rap or like all rap and like R&B type of stuff each song is like different enough um and so hype in their own way, but then you have like the little lull during like Agora Hills and yeah, there's a lot yeah, of variety yeah. on this thing. I think it's interesting that Agora Hills is now like the big TikTok song. Okay, tell me more because it hasn't blown up on reels yet. Well, I've seen already like a bunch of TikToks mm-hmm. with this song in it, and it is I, I'm 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 a little shocked because this is the most romantic I think that. Doja's ever been. Kissing, I hope they cut us. Whether they like it or not, I wanna show you up. I wanna show you up. She wrote two songs about her new boyfriend mm-hmm. on this album. One of them being Agora Hills and the other one being Can't Wait, which is literally right after Agora Hills. And yeah. in the beginning of the song, she literally says, This is another one for you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like she's smitten and she's in love and People have a lot to say about her new love interest in that he's been accused of sexual assault, which isn't great, but she doesn't care. And she tells us that she doesn't care. In fact, she's like, it's my personal life. And if you have opinions about it, that's on you. The the sweetness level of Agora Hills kind of throws me off. Like I listened to it a few times and I was like, is this yes. satire? <laughs> Especially the part where she's like, she's like, I want to show you off. I want to get like, I want to tie a knot. Like I want to get married. And I'm like, what happened to just like sucking dick? And (laughs) Well, sucking dick is one thing. But then also I honestly, Doja has like, she's like someone to go to actually, if you are in need of breakup songs, ain't shit and alone are like two like must be on every like breakup playlist I think um which is why when I heard this I was like um we write love songs so then I totally started overthinking totally started overthinking and I was like the little interlude where she's like baby can you call me back I miss you it's so lonely in my mansion I was like 
okay, is this supposed to be like, I don't know, does this mean, I don't know, does this mean something or like, oh, she needs him, even though she's got like this whole mansion, totally overthinking, I think. But yeah, I think it's just so uncommon (laughs) or like unexpected to get such a cute, sappy song from Doja where I'm like, this must be a trick. (laughs) Yeah. Another song I think I'll mention in, in the same vein of like, Doja being happy in life is love life is just her kind of like reflecting being like I love I love my life I love it when my life's like this I love it when my eyes look crisp I love it when my clothes smell fresh I love it when my fans speak French I love it when they like my fits I love it. we've never gotten that from her before it's such yeah. a lovely song I love this it song really it's lovely. so good like this is the type of song where like you're sitting back on a nice sunny day and like you have a drink in your hand, you're just laying back and you're like, wow, life's good. Like this is what you listen life's to good. In, in times like that. I, I'm a big fan. This is a good song. But yeah, that's, I mean, I we hope that we've provided you a bit more context with the way to listen to this album. And, you know, we talked about some of our favorite songs if you've listened to the album, like, please let us know what some of your favorite songs are. I mean, like, I have, I, I mean, I have all of these songs on repeat, but like, I do love yeah. Love Life, Blue, Wet Vagina, What You Mean Freestyle, even like the singles, Paint the Town Red, Demons, like, are just yeah. so good. I would also put like 97, Gun, and Go Off are like three in a row I that I really, off. really like. I love Go Off. So good. It's just a um, girly anthem. Put your Louboutins yeah. on. Little yeah. Mama, go off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like all of my needs are met with this album. There's enough rage, enough love, enough, like, girly you know, girly pop, not pop, but girly pop type stuff um, to keep me going. Yeah. I, yeah, this is definitely one of my favorite albums that has come out this year and I'm going to yeah, keep listening. But yeah, absolutely, definitely let us know what your favorites are and let us know what you think of this type of album review. We're doing something a little experimental this time. So if you like this, like, let us know. We'll keep doing more of them. Make sure to subscribe to the pod. We are on all the major streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Podcasts. We also have an Instagram at Pop Rocks and Tea Pod. Go follow us on there because we're going to be making more Doja Cat content. So until next time, get some Pop Rocks, drink some tea, and will mama go off? Little Mama Go Off. And Go Stream Scarlet. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Go listen to it. It's so good. It's so good. Alrighty. Bye. Bye.